Hi, welcome to Nutra Champion, a podcast series where we speak with experts specializing in nutrition research, including scientists, doctors, and policy makers. Here, we will find out more about their research journey, their career, and even some personal life lessons. I'm Ting Ming, the editor of Nutra Ingredients Asia and your host for this podcast. You can listen to our past episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Hi everyone, welcome back to this episode of Nutra Champion. We have just announced the winners of our annual Nutra Ingredients Asia Awards on the 6th of September, where we awarded the best functional ingredients and supplement products in Asia-Pacific's health and nutrition industry. We also announced the winner of our Nutra Champion title, and I'm honoured to be joined by this special guest for this episode, Dr. Anadi Nititamyong. Dr. Anadi is the Assistant Professor at Mahido University, Thailand. She was also previously a lecturer at the University's Institute of Nutrition. Dr. Anadi specialises in the research of food processing and formulating nutritional and functional food products, in particular products rich in dietary fibre. The president of the Food Science and Technology Association of Thailand and also a member of the Nutrition Association of Thailand, Dr. Anadi is also actively involved in the International Life Sciences Institute, ILSI, serving as the Institute's scientific advisor and coordinator for ILSI Thailand Country Committee. Hi, Dr. Anadi, it's great to have you join me on this podcast. How have you been? Greetings from Bangkok and very nice to see you and thank you for your invitation. Thank you. Yes. So first of all, right, uh, tell us your thoughts on winning the Nutra Champion title for this year. I'm really honored to be presented with the Nutra Champion Award for the uh, Nutra Ingredients Asia Award 2022. And uh, I would like to express my thanks to the organizing committee for uh, selecting me for this award. Yes. It's a great honor. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's also our honor to, you know, award the, the title to you as well. Yes. So as the president of the Food Science and Technology Association of Thailand, and also the, a member of the Nutrition Association of Thailand, uh, could you tell us what are some of the key projects that you are involved in uh, at the moment when, when it comes to nutrition? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, let me just start with uh, my background when I was still the lecturer at the university, the Institute of Nutrition uh, at Mahidol University. The institution, uh, I mean, the institute is kind of unique because it has also the food science and uh, nutrition science in the same place. You know, not, not many institutes uh, have that. And, and so my, although my background is a food scientist, I did a lot of research based on um, nutrition and health, like, uh, like you mentioned when you introduced me that my research uh, involves uh, food processing and product development for nutrition and health purposes. So we do a lot of research on functional ingredients and functional food as well. And since then, uh, when I as, assumed the position of the president of the Food Science and Technology Association of Thailand, or can I say in short, uh, FOSTAT. Yeah. Okay, since, since I came to be the president of FOSTAT, the, the, re, the kind of research that we do here at FOSTAT is different from uh, academic institution or research agencies. This is because uh, it is a form of professional organization. And so we are not, we do, we do not have uh, like a research structure like academic institution. What we, what we are is a network of experts yeah, in the field of food science and technology. So in FOSTAT, we do research in collaboration with universities and also research institutes, since we do not have enough manpower 
to do our own research because like, like I mentioned, it's just an association, it's a kind of like an, uh, an office that coordinates all the expertise in this field, you know, by, uh, through, through the membership of our association, which is a nonprofit organization. Okay, so uh, we do collaborate with uh, universities and research institutes in doing uh, research to particularly to um, promote the food industry. And we do a lot of projects as also with a small and medium enterprise or small and medium food manufacturers in order to help them uh, improve in terms of their quality, both in uh, on the basic side is uh, uh, the food safety issue with uh, that they they are having food safety and food quality issues, and also uh, as you know, uh, you know, at present a lot of people or, or a large number of consumers are interested in health, you know, they have a, a lot of uh, um, high health awareness. So all these uh, food manufacturers, they also would like to develop their product or add value to their product in terms of nutrition or health. And uh, so, so we also collaborate with uh, the expertise in the university to help them do research in this field. Or sometimes we do not do it ourselves. I mean, for not at full stat, but we do something like matchmaking. We help the food manufacturers find the right expertise in the research topic that they want, uh, that they are interested in. So. Uh, it's more like uh, facilitating and coordinating uh, mainly because we do not have facilities to do any uh, laboratory research or experimental research at, at our association. I see. Just to get a sense of um, the, the what, what is the industry interested in? You mentioned that the industry, they are becoming more and more interested in nutritional products mm -hmm. uh, and, and they all will come to uh, Fostat for advice. So what are some of the uh, nutrition that they are interested in or the health areas that they are especially interested in? Mm. I think... Uh... It has been in trend for a few years now that uh, you know the, the industry would like to increase the value of product by adding nutrition, starting from just uh, fortifying their products with certain nutrients, uh, certain important nutrients like uh, protein or either vitamins or minerals. You know, with the interest maybe in. If it's mineral, it may be like calcium that, you know, is in, in the interest of a lot of uh, people, you know, and like vitamins, like uh, vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin D, that is uh, quite uh, in trend for the fortification. And uh, as you know, uh, a lot of interest in the protein area as well, because uh, there are a group of people who are interested in uh, doing a lot of exercise, you know, and, uh, or uh, leading a very active lifestyle, and they would like to increase their protein intake. So the uh, industry is coming out with uh, um, protein fortified products like uh, protein fortified uh, beverages and other products, and um, also. Thailand is now the aging society, you know, just like other countries, we do have uh, an increasing number of uh, aging population. So uh, developing nutritious product for this group of consumers is also a big interest to the industry as well. I see, I see. So um, when it comes to these type of products, right, I guess it will also be more expensive as well. 
is that is that um, yes me? yes in a way but so so at Postdoc we are also trying to promote the use of uh, local agricultural products to uh, to develop uh, this kind of uh, healthy you know food product or uh, for innovation or innovative ingredients or product and so uh, I think in uh, about five years ago, uh, we established a project in within Fostat uh, called the Food Innovation and Regulation Network. This platform of uh, or, or this project, you know, uh, we within this project we do research, but it's more like a system research not not experimental it's more like a developing a model or a platform for promoting functional ingredients or functional foods based on the local agricultural product if possible you know? so we put on a lot of uh, effort to develop a model for uh, training in terms of uh, basic knowledge on functional foods, particularly uh, in terms of health claim and scientific substantiation of health claim, you know, so that we can encourage more research on local product, other, uh, other than, uh, or instead of uh, importing, you know, all these ingredients or products from overseas. So if, if we have more researchers that uh, have a lot of knowledge or have a lot of interest in developing nutritional or functional products, then they need to know some basic background, right? On, a, on, the, uh, how to, on the product development and also if they want to do some kind of claim they need to have knowledge on scientific substantiation so we do a lot of capacity building for these um, interests that researchers uh, like uh, how to not only in the area of food science but we collaborate with uh, other experts uh, experts in other areas to educate the food scientists on clinical research, you know, how to do, how to not, maybe they don't do it themselves because it's not their expertise, you know, but how, but they need to have some basic understanding on clinical research in order to substantiate any claims that they would like to make on their functional product. You know, developing a product is one thing, but to be able to uh, prove the efficacy of your product is another big issue, right? <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. So I'm wondering if there's any examples that spring to mind when we talk about a uh, local agricultural ingredients that's used in functional products mm -hmm. and, and it's backed by science. Yeah, as you know, Thailand is an, an agricultural country, based country, right? So we do have a lot, really a lot of raw materials but uh, research may be limited uh, in uh, the utilization of these raw materials as well as uh, the substantiation of the scientific value. So, uh, but, but uh, if I can give some examples of uh, some of the raw materials that have been well researched within the country, for example, like a curcumin, you know, turmeric, you know, turmeric. Uh, this is a, there's a lot of research on this uh, raw material, and also like uh, um, uh, different types of rice. You know, you look at the color rice, right? Rice that uh, they have uh, natural colors, like a purple color rice or red color rice. That uh, you know, there, there are a lot. There are a lot of research on on those. Uh, materials as well and uh, other kind of fruits and vegetables like uh, mangosteen or you know the 
a lot of greens that we grow in uh, green vegetables that we grow in the local uh, in in Thailand. You know, like even like a Thai the Thai kale or the uh, ivy gourd. You know, uh, this kind of thing. I see. I see. Are you able to share some of the examples that you are involved in at the moment? Are you able to share, like maybe the types of ingredients and what what sort of health claims? Um, are you helping, uh, you know, the companies that you are working with to find out and validate? Mm. Uh, I may not be able to give straight answer to this question because you know when working with a company or industry it's sometimes not uh, uh it's con uh, the, the the information is sometimes con confidential for the industry right but uh, like i i mentioned to you that there's a lot of uh, interest in this area and but and uh particularly for example i can and mention uh, like the color rice and the antioxidant uh, properties of the color rice and also uh, uh, you can uh, they can develop uh, the product a lot of product from uh, color rice like you can make it into snacks or uh, some kind of a functional beverage you know with uh, antioxidant uh, properties and also a certain type of uh, fiber ingredients are also of interest right now for their prebiotic properties and also uh, linking pre with uh, the probiotics and helping to boost the immunity in the, in the consumers. Uh, Im immunity is also one of the big interests right now, you know, since the COVID-19 situation, a lot of people have become more conscious to build their own uh, immune you know to to kind of uh, prevent getting into or catching the covid 19 something like that yeah indeed indeed um yes so i'm wondering if uh, your team uh, Fostet, are you all going to attend like vital foods or uh, food ingredients asia next month in yes in of course yeah yeah mm -hmm. we actually uh Fostet is having some events within uh, fi in bangkok uh, we have one session on um what we call the Salt or sodium, I should say sodium, sodium reduction. You know, this is the second in our series that we are having a, a, a session on uh, this uh, sodium reduction, sodium intake reduction, you know. And uh, we, we also organize under this uh, food innovation and regulation work project that I mentioned. And, uh, uh, session on functional research on functional ingredients from Thai agricultural products. Like I mentioned to you there, we will invite uh, researchers to share their findings on different uh, local raw materials, uh, turmeric being one, and also the color rice and uh, uh, other uh, herbs or spices or even the uh, um, other local plants as well. Yes, I think um, this is a very good preview. Like the our conversation is a very good preview for our audience. Then they 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 can know that you know Foster is joining and they they can mm -hmm. attend as well if they are yeah. going. Yeah, for my team we are also going as well. Neutral oh, Ingredients okay. Asia and uh, our sister title Food Navigator Asia. We are mm. attending the both events as well. Good. Yeah, yes. and I, so I look forward to seeing you there. <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. Yeah, and when, when we talk about the industry, right, um, I'm wondering, based on your observations working with the industry, what are some of the key health, um, health and nutrition issues that you think are important, but not maybe not very well addressed at the moment? Mm. Um. I think that there has been a lot of interest in, in many things, you know, like 
uh, like I mentioned, like Im immunity and uh, healthy aging, and also on the probiotic, prebiotics uh, type of product. But uh, I think there are a lot of research that has been going on. But I think uh, in at present, I, I I heard that there has been a lot of interest, but I have not seen uh, what you call um, research of a product that uh, cater to the aging population in the market. So this may be like a opportunity for uh, industry that might be interested in uh, this kind of uh, developing this kind of product or innovation. But again, I, I heard that I, I've read somewhere, you know, that, uh, for example, like in the case of uh, Japan, where they have a lot of a large number of aging population. Yeah, that somehow if you brand the product, like you know, food for the elderly, it would not sell very well because sometimes people, you know, the consumers, they do not want to be seen as you know getting old or being you know <laughs> in the aging population. So there's uh, some kind of uh, not only the product development side, but also the market innovation side that needs to go hand in hand in order to um, target this growing population or growing uh, group of consumers. Yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. When we talk about aging population, I think that countries that comes to mind uh, when, when we talk about Asia, right, usually it's Japan. I think mm -hmm. um, maybe quite a lot of people, they don't really associate Thailand with the term aging population. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, so maybe I guess, can you give us some um, background or some of the observations that we have seen in Thailand? How is the situation like in Thailand when it comes to the aging population? I think if you uh, look at the statistics, right now we're having quite a large percentage of uh, population that is over 60 or 65 years of age. I'm sorry that I could not remember the exact number. But yeah, no worries. Anyway, anyway, uh, we we we're getting there. We we are, even though we are not as fast as Japan in in you know having a, a large number of uh, elderly population, but we're getting there. So that, like I mentioned, that there are a lot of interest as well. Uh, to look into the health and nutrition of this group of population. And uh, another issue that uh, may be of interest or very much in trend right now in the country is the plant-based product trend. Yeah, you can see that there are increasing number of products in the market, but again, the issue of pricing is still uh, not make make them not very attractive to the general population. But, but I see that there are a lot of players. I mean, increasing number of players in the market. I just visited a, a plant based food festival uh, just last week, and I I've seen quite a number of new players. You know, new brands that are in the exhibition. So. Uh, I think this is also another trend that we we see and we expect to grow in this you know next couple of years. Yeah. When we talk about the plant-based innovation, is it mainly about meat alternatives like plant-based meat, or are you seeing some examples in supplements as well? You know, like some companies, some uh, innovators, they will use plant-based. Omega-3, uh, something like that. Uh -huh. Are you seeing such I innovation see. as well? Mm -hmm. I think that that could also be, but it's more subtle, you know, because uh, when people take supplements, sometimes they don't really think about uh, the source. But yes, I've seen some, you know, like for example, 
like uh, the I think I've seen the advertisement for uh, plant-based collagen. You know, oh, plant-based uh, collagen. Okay, uh -huh. okay. Uh -huh. or, or some kind of, uh, you know, uh, similar peptide that, you know, the, the supplement for for uh, that particular uh, type of compounds. That, and uh, like you mentioned, like uh, omega-3 and omega-6, you know, they also have the plant-based source that, uh, you know, may be of interest uh, to the uh, producers or the manufacturers because uh, uh, some people they 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 are not really maybe not really into the the plant based trend but they are like you know like I think in in uh, Southeast Asian region as well we have some a certain group of population that they uh, eat vegetarians. But not all the time. On some days, you know, like uh, when when we have the uh, vegetarian festival, which is coming up uh, later on this month in Thailand, that we have the vegetarian week, uh, and in in that case, it's a vegetarianism because of the religion, not not uh, not uh, the the same kind of the the vegetarian that because they have also uh, you know certain uh particular items even though it's plant but they don't, cannot eat you know like a strong smell uh herbs and spice like garlics and chives and uh, you know uh, all those sorts that uh, they cannot eat anyway so uh this group of populations or they they um they would like to have a supplement as as well in and on the plant base because they don't have to uh, remember that oh, okay today I'm vegetarian today I eat normally you know because uh, some people yes. uh, in Thailand there are a lot of people who eat vegetarians on their birthday like if you are you, if you're born on Monday then on Monday they will be a vegetarian you mean for the see? whole of whole year yeah 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 wow yeah, okay yeah I see I see yeah. Uh, there are quite a number of people who practice that as well. So, you know, plant-based uh, supplement would be uh, attractive to them because they don't have to think, oh, oh one day can, I cannot take collagen because it comes from animal or something like that. So if they have like a plant-based collagen type product, then, you know, or collagen-like product, then they, they don't have to worry. I can take any day, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. So like plant-based innovation is really uh, one area that is very popular for the past few years. And, yes. And, and what do you think are some of the other major achievements or improvements that have been uh, made by the industry or the policy makers or even the researchers when it comes to uh, health and nutrition products? Mm. Uh, I... I... Let me let me uh, continue a little bit more about plant based. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Because uh, when when we talk about plant based, uh, we see not only a plant based product that are meat alternative, but there are also plant based product too that have moved into like dairy replacement and also uh, animal ingredient replacement, like imitated egg and things yes. like that you know yes. so so uh, there are innovation in that area as well so uh, and and also if you are talking about uh, the movement for the industry in terms of health and nutrition i would say that uh, an, another strong uh, movement is the replacing or of decreasing the use of what we call the not so friendly nutrients like the fat, the sugar, and the sodium. This is also a, a, another trend that you can see with the food industry, particularly uh, reduction of sugar in the beverage. This 
is also because of the uh, sugar taxation as well. So, so you can see a lot of uh, innovation and a lot of growth in this group of product, the sugar sweetened beverage that they have really renovate or reformulate their product to reduce the sugar uh, to in order to uh, do so, so they don't have to uh, pay the sugar tax. And, and for the fat and the sodium, I think uh, that that's been a lot of campaign by the government to encourage the consumers to cut down on the sodium, you know, and also on the fat. But the uh, sodium is, uh, has, there is, there has been a very strong campaign for sodium re uh, intake reduction. And uh, that is why uh, FOSAT is also involved and we are organizing uh, a session, a web uh, seminar session, actually it's a hybrid uh, session uh, on um, the sodium issue during the FI event. Yeah. I see, I see. This is something um, our audience can look forward to. For this sodium, right, I guess the health concern, is it, is it uh, something to do with hypertension? Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because uh, hypertension can precipitate, you know, other symptoms as well, you know, the other uh, chronic diseases. If you uh, have high blood pressure, pressure for a long time, then it can precipitate other uh, malfunction, like uh, for, it's not good for your heart and it's not, not good for your kidney and things like that. Indeed, indeed. And earlier on, we mentioned that Thailand has a very rich uh, agricultural um, mm. uh, industry. And I'm wondering, um, so in, in this case, I think this is the like, the, like the biggest potential and advantage, right, of Thailand yes. mm -hmm. in developing its own nutritious and functional products. Yeah, so um, what are some of the other uh, potential that that you are seeing in Thailand, or how how else do you think uh, companies can really uh, make full use of the advantage oh. that Thailand currently has to create even better products? Yes, uh, I think uh, since we have a lot of uh, potential raw materials, you know, so now you have to look at the whole supply chain. So, you know, the index, the, I mean, the farm or the, you know, the growing, the, the farmers will need to produce uh, good quality uh, raw materials or good quality agricultural products. Particularly, the, the government is encouraging, uh, uh, you know, or enforcing the GAP, good agricultural practices, so that uh, you can ensure the quality of the, the product. I mean the agricultural products that that we made, and then the industry can uh, innovate on that. How they would like to add value, how they would like to process all those agricultural products to uh, cater to the nutrition and health, you know, uh, issue. And uh, at the end of the line, then uh, you know the the government will need to uh, facilitate the, I mean, the, the, what do you call the, on the marketing side, you know, like for the uh, health claim issue. Uh, right now, the Thai FDA is, uh, or the, the Ministry of Public Health is finalizing the notification on health claim, you know, that may help to facilitate uh, the the promotion of the product with, of course, you know, scientific substantiation has to come first. Anyway, um, we the product needs to be proven that they have the right efficacy that they would like to claim. Anyway, but uh, right now, without the specific notification on the health claim, then uh, sometimes the industry is not clear on the, the path that they would like to take or would like to develop their product, you know, and doing the research. But uh, I, uh, 
the, the Thai FDA is in the, I think it's the, uh, I can say that it may be in the final stages already to, to uh, announce this notification on the health claim. And that I think will help the industry to be more clear in the roadmap in developing the product for this uh, particular market. I see, I see. Could you tell us more about this uh, notification that the MOPH is working on? Is it mm -hmm. like, is it, are they going to come up with a list of health claims that can be used in uh, certain food or supplements mm. that contain certain ingredients? Is it something that they are, is, it, is this something that they are working towards too? Yes. Uh, the, the main, uh, the main topic or the main um, content of the notification would be very much in line with the Codex Health Claim uh, Standard, you know, and and also the Ministry of Public Health is will issue some of the positive claims. Yeah, actually, they have already have some nutrient function claims. That is a, a big list of positive claims that uh, industry can use. I think there are about 130 claims on 29 nutrients that can be used. You know, that actually nutrient function claims are um, categorized as a type of health claim if you look at the codex standard. You know, even Although uh, currently it's, it's still uh, under the nutrition claim because we don't have the notification on health claim as yet. But after the notification on health claim is passed, these nutrient function claim will be part of that. And also the ministry will provide some uh, claims on the other function claims as well. I think I, I heard that they are being drafted, you know, so that uh -huh. will help the, the industry to in, in developing their products. I see. Uh, could you share what is um, what is going to be the key difference between the upcoming claims and the the um, uh, you were saying it's the nutrient positive function, yeah, nutrient the function, function claims. claims. Yeah. yeah. How, how are they going to be like different? Actually, they're not different, but uh, if, if you know uh, the codex standard on health claims, you know, there are three types of claims listed under the codex standard. The first one is nutrient function claims. The second one is other function claims. And the third one is the reduction of disease risk claim. So currently in Thailand, there is a positive list of nutrient function claims, but this list is still listed under the nutrition claim under our old, uh, I should not say old, the current notification. You know, for, for a codex, nutrient up, uh, Sorry, nutrition claims and health claims are different under the codex standard. Okay, but now uh, for the Thai situation, we have nutrition claims, which includes a nutrient content claim that you can say, you know, can claim uh, that you have like 40% uh, RDI of the calcium or something like that on your product or 20% of which uh, vitamin requirement in your product. That's nutrient content claim. And there is also a comparative claim like uh, have more, more, more vitamin C than the usual product or more uh, uh, iron than the, the usual product. That's, a, that's called a comparative claim. And the third one is the nutrient function claim, which should be under health claim according to the codex you 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 get that 
but but currently mm-hmm. in Thailand, since we don't have the notification on health claim, mm-hmm. this type of claim is still listed under the nutrition claim. Yes, yes. Okay, you 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 got that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yes. a little bit complicated, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so that that's why the situation is a bit different in Thailand. But whenever the notification on health claim is passed you know or is uh accepted the nutrient function claim will be included under health claim and not nutrition claim anymore so we'll mm. be in line exactly with the codex yes i see i see so mm. this will be taking place soon this this is something that yeah yeah mm. should be soon yeah Mm, I see, I see. All right, all right. So um, how do you think this is going to um, benefit the industry? I think, uh, the, like I mentioned, the industry will, will be more uh, clear on, you know, what is allowed. Uh, and, and if they want to do some health claim, what is the pathway or the procedures that they have to take? Yeah. Because right now, at present, uh, in Thailand, you know, uh, if you want to make a health claim, you need to submit it on a case-by-case basis. I see, and it's I see. not quite clear how, how to do it. But uh, with a new notification, I think it, it will help, uh, you know, the industry to be um, more informative in, mm. in, this, in, in, their, uh, in developing their product. Uh, for nutrition or health. Indeed, indeed. Yes, Dr. Anadi, I would like to ask you some questions about, mm-hmm. you know, your your experience. How did you get into, uh, you, you said you started with the food processing, food mm-hmm. pro- processing uh, research, right? How do you get into this in the first place? Has, um, you know, food and nutrition always been something that you have been interested since you were a student? Right, right. I, I, have been very much interested in the food processing or in the food science area since my college time, you know. And, and then uh, after I finished my undergraduate degree in actually in food technology, but you know, it's with, uh, food science and technology, but in, in, at the university that I went, they call it food technology. Anyway, I, I went to work uh, at the ministry, at that time they called the Ministry of Science and technology and uh, i've seen a lot of uh, product that uh, you know uh, they come to or came to the the ministry for uh, consultation or you know for uh, advice on how to make the product better at that time it may be more in terms of safety and quality because nutrition is still not a very big issue. Uh, I mean, for the industry, not, not for the country, but for the industry at the time. But, but since I came to know the Institute of Nutrition at Mahidong University, you know, that, that is when I got the scholarship from the Thai government to study a master and PhD in food science. But, uh, but I came to know the Institute of Nutrition, Mahidol University. So I, it is like an eye opener. I, I think I realized at that time that, you know, food and nutrition cannot be separate issues because you eat, you have to eat the right type of food or you have to, to be uh, good in nutrition or to be, you know, nutrition those situation nutri- or your nutrition state keep your nutrition status in the good shape right so when i went to study in uh, in the us for my food science degree uh, particularly in uh, doing a phd study i had a minor in nutritional science so that that's uh, that that is where i got the knowledge in both the food science area and also in the nutrition science area. 
And then after graduation, I came back to work at the Institute of Nutrition. And uh, like I mentioned uh, earlier, that this is a very unique place where they house, you know, the expertise on food science and nutrition science in the same place. So because uh, I think it, you have to uh, say that uh, the founder of the institute is a very visionary person. He he saw that you know these two sides of the coin needs to be together. Not only that, uh, in the at the Institute of Nutrition, they also have you know other uh, technical arms like the communication science and also like the uh, uh, statistics and you know uh, that the all the technical uh, science that has to be in a holistic manner to help the people eating the right food and then have the good nutritional status and better health something like that yeah, indeed, I like the part where you said food and nutrition, they cannot be separated. Yes, um, yeah, I think this is a very good reminder um, for, for the industry and also for the consumers as well. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, I, I would like to find out, maybe could you uh, describe how, how is a day like for you, uh, you know, when you are at work? I, I, I guess we are also quite curious. So, so could you share? Okay. Um, when I was uh, a lecturer at the at the university, I mean at the Institute of Nutrition, uh, my day of work is uh, teaching, of course. You know, because we have a graduate program in food science and nutrition. Yeah. So I taught uh, graduate students, master's degree students, and I also supervised their uh, thesis. So uh, my day is uh, teaching in class or I have a session with my students about their thesis and also uh, working on my own research and also supervising the students' research for their thesis. So pretty much that. And uh, on the side of that, it's like uh, meetings, you know, <laughs> as uh, other people, a lot of people do, they have meetings on on the research projects and on the administration side and on the other functions, you know, of course. And right now when I come to be the president of uh, Postat, my day of work is mostly supervising the work of the, the staff that we have at Postat uh, on the activities that we have, which is mainly um, training and organizing seminars and also uh, consultation to the industry. So uh, this is, uh, and also, uh, of course, uh, uh, attending meetings or seminars uh, on behalf of both staff, like being in the committee of the Thai FDA or the Thai Codex Contact Point on behalf of both staff. So I see, I see. It's pretty much <laughs> what mm. I do. Mm, yes, yes. Uh, quite a heavy part is is on Fostet. It's on the commitment from Fostet, right? Yeah. And yes. lastly, I, I would like to find out. Uh, what is your uh goal? What do you hope to achieve? What do you hope to see, um, in the upcoming years when it comes to, you know, uh, food and nutrition in mm. Thailand? Yes. Uh, of course. You know, I would like to see the industry, the food industry, developed in such a way that it will also serve the nutrition and health purposes of the population. And also, uh, the other thing that we are looking forward a lot uh, in Thailand is how the industry can be sustainable or can, can help in uh, the sustainability of the food system, not only in terms of the food production, but also 
the preservation of the environment, you know, and how to make the best use of the raw materials. And, and you know that uh, these days, you know, what they call the circular economy is, is uh, very much uh, in trend as well in Thailand. So we're looking forward to the reduction uh, in terms of the food industry. We are looking forward to the reduction of waste and, you know, the, the in, and also maintaining uh, a sustainable supply of the raw material and also the producing food in a sustainable way to, to create food security for our population. Uh, indeed, indeed, all these are, uh, I guess, uh, these are also on top of the agenda for quite a number of companies as well, yeah. like the big yeah, companies, yeah. like circular right. economy, that's what I, mm -hmm. I see quite often yeah, from, <laughs> from these companies. Yes. yes, yes. Thank you, Dr. Anadi. Thank you again for uh, taking the time to share with us your expertise and your thoughts on the health and nutrition industry. Yes, so I look forward to seeing you next month. Yes. In, yeah, in, I hope in to see you at FI. Yeah, we're back yes. to the Queen City kid now. Yeah, I think it's my. I think it's my first time. It, it, it will be my first time at that uh, exhibition the hall. Venue? I think. Oh, yeah. Mm, yes, okay. I think uh, the last time it was at Impact. I I've been to Impact. Ah, you you've been to Impact. I think I met you at Impact as well. Mm, yeah, in mm. one of. I think that, but that time I think it's a uh, like Typex. I think so. Yes, type yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Thank you again. So I see you. I see you again on uh, next month. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're most welcome, and look forward to seeing you. Okay. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to Neutra Champion on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also head to NutriIngredients-Asia.com for more content and news on the nutrition industry.